Happy Monday, July 24th. Today's my youngest daughter's birthday. Actually, it's our youngest daughter's birthday because I have a special guest with us today. We have my beautiful wife, Nicole. Hi. And she is, she's still a little upset that she is on here because she does not like speaking in front of people, but I'm so glad that you, you joined us. And so you are listening to Between the Lines. I'm Junior. And I'm Nicole. Hey, great job. See, you're doing great, babe. (laughs) Now, what I didn't tell you, I told you that we're going to be in John chapter seven today, but I didn't tell you is that it's not true. We're actually in the book of Song of Solomon. And so, (laughs) no, we are in John chapter uh, seven today. And so we'll just, we'll jump right into this. You're probably going to hear me talk more um, because Nicole does not love talking, at least on the microphone. (laughs) What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Actually, it's kind of funny, you know, with like introverts, a lot of times introverts will marry extroverts. You're an extrovert, right? Would you say? Most of the time. Yeah. And you're a great conversationalist. I'm a terrible conversationalist. So it's just kind of nice. I, this one thing I appreciate about you is we can go to an event and I can just ride your coattails and just kind of be in the background and you know how to carry a conversation and make everybody feel welcome. It's just funny that when you turn on a mic, things just kind of change for a little bit with you and I find it very cute. And so I just have to poke fun at it. But we are in John chapter seven and we will begin in verse one. Nicole, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I can start. Okay. After this, Jesus traveled around Galilee He wanted to stay out of Judea, where the Jewish leaders were plotting his death. But soon it was time for the Jewish festival of shelters, and Jesus' brothers said to him... Can I really stop you really really quick there? You know, he he talks about the the shelters is what you just said, because you're reading in the NLT, right? I was accidentally in the uh, ESV. Um, but it's feast of booths are in, in some translation. Otherwise, you might have even heard the of the Jewish festival called Sukkot. And Nicole, you and I have celebrated that before. We have. Uh, that is where you have a shelter out in your backyard. It's a cool. It's a cool festival. This is what the Jewish people have done for thousands of years. They go out into the, into the into like the little shelter, and it's it's a makeshift shelter. It's not supposed to be all that all that great and put together. It's supposed to look like a temporary shelter, and you'll have dinner there. It's it's just a really cool uh, little thing that families, Jewish families, will do, and it goes back to the Jewish roots of when the the Jews were. Um, in, when they had the tabernacle. This is before the temple was built. They're going through the wilderness. And so they were living in tents and the tabernacle uh, was a tent. And after they built the temple, they continued to celebrate this festival called the Feast of the Tents or the, the Shelters or Sukkot or the Feast of Booths where people would live in shelters and remember when they were wandering around in, in the wilderness. And what's really cool about this, and I really do think that Christians should celebrate today. I think that we should celebrate Feast of Booths. I don't think it's wrong or sinful not to, but I do think that we should celebrate it because scripture says that we're actually going to celebrate this festival in the next life. That when we are in the next life in the presence of God, we're going to have moments in eternity where we're going to celebrate the Feast of Booths. And we're going, we're going to remember when we were living in our tents right now, our physical bodies that are temporary right now. Um, and we're going to remember that and I look back and reflect on that. So it's just a really cool festival that's in the history of, of Judaism, but it's also in the future for, for all of us. And it, it, it is something cool. So I just had to stop you there because it's a really cool thing. I will let you continue. That was good. Okay. Uh, and Jesus's brothers said to him, leave here and go, go to Judea where your followers can see your miracles. You can't become famous if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, show yourself to the world. 
for even his brothers didn't believe in him. So Jesus is in Galilee, which is in Northern Israel. And now you have Jesus's brother saying, hey, go down to Southern Israel where your followers, they can see your miracles. Um, you can't become famous if you're just hiding around Galilee because people wanna kill you, so just go down South and that way you'll become more known. Jesus replies in verse six. Now is not the right time for me to go, but you can go anytime. The world can't hate you, but it does hate me because I accuse it of doing evil. You go on. I'm not going to this festival because my time has not yet come. After saying these things, Jesus remained in Galilee. I love that, the idea that Jesus just said, um, it, this world hates me because I accuse it of doing evil. And Nicole, you and I, we talk about this with our girls sometimes, that you know we live in a society right now where um, everything's just kind of acceptable, you know, we celebrate um, things that we shouldn't celebrate. And a lot of people even force Jesus into that. You know, um, that, that Jesus doesn't call sin, sin. This is becoming a very big thing among those on those people who call themselves Christians. Yet Jesus is very clear here. He's, he came and he accused people of doing evil. And, and that, is, that is just reality. Yes. You want to continue? Um, verse 10, but after his brothers left for the festival, Jesus also went, though secretly staying out of public view. The Jewish leaders tried to find him at the festival and kept asking if anyone had seen him. There was a lot of grumbling about him among the crowds. Some argued he's a good man, but others said he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people. But no one had the courage to speak favorably about him in public, for they were afraid of getting in trouble with the Jewish leaders. Then, midway through the festival, Jesus went up to the temple and began to teach. The people were surprised when they heard him. How does he know so much when he hasn't been trained, they asked. So Jesus told them, my message is not my own. It comes from God who sent me. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who seeks to honor the one who sent him speaks truth, not lies. Moses gave you the law, but none of you obeys it. In fact, you are trying to kill me. I love that. He said, those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. And that is, you know, that, that is still true today that you have. And, and I even check myself on this with, um, with preaching. I never want this to be the junior show. I can even speak for my dad who's not here this week. By the way, he's in, he's in Alaska for anybody who's wondering, hey, where's Scott? We miss him. Um, he's, he's in Alaska, took the, took the week off, which we're going to allow this time. We'll see about next time. We'll see this if only, I approve. Only this one time. <laughs> um, but, and I appreciate that my dad holds me accountable. All the teachers of the bridge, we really hold each other accountable on this, that this is not about us. Far be it for us to take a passage of scripture and then unpack it, but really make it all about us, be the hero of all the stories, all of that. Um, a good teacher of God's word will not point to themselves, but they will point to God. Not saying that you don't use personal illustrations. Um, Jesus told stories. Jesus was a great teacher. And when people left Jesus teaching, they was wow, he is a great teacher. But it was it was more than just, it, it was about God. And Jesus is God, of, of course. But as as teachers, it is very important that as we as we hear teachers, are am I being pointed to God? Am I understanding more about scripture and also being pointed to God? Or is this more about the, the teacher and, and the show? So I love that Jesus talks about um, talked about that. Verse 20 says, the crowd replied, you're demon possessed. Who's trying to kill you? Jesus replied, I did one miracle on the Sabbath and you were amazed, but you work on the Sabbath too when you obey Moses' law of circumcision. 
Actually, the tradition of circumcision began with the patriarchs long before uh, the law of Moses. Do you want to talk about circumcision quick, babe? I mean, you're a nurse, right? You mind giving us a... You're verse, the worst. <laughs> verse 23. So he says, you know, you work on Sabbath too um, when you obey the law of circumcision. So when, uh, what he's talking about is boys on the eighth day were circumcised. So I, apparently that happened on, on Sabbath. Um, so Jesus says, well, you work too if, if you, if you uh, follow circumcision. Verse 23, for if the correct time for circumcising your son falls on the Sabbath, you go ahead and, and do it so as not to break the law of Moses. So why should you be angry with me for healing a man on the Sabbath? Look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. Some of the people who lived in Jerusalem started to ask each other, isn't this the man they're trying to kill? But here he is speaking in public and they say nothing to him. Could our leaders possibly believe that he is the Messiah? But how could he be? For we know where this man comes from. It's from Nazareth. When the Messiah comes, he will simply appear. No one will know where he comes from. While Jesus was teaching in the temple, he called out, yes, you know me and you know where I come from. But I'm not here on my own. The one who sent me is true and you don't know him, but I know him because I come from him and he sent me to you. Then the leaders tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him because his time had not yet come. And I wish I knew, you know, some have speculated, even commentators have looked at that and go, what, what, you know, what does that look like? People are trying to arrest him, but they can't lay a hand on him. Um, don't necessarily don't necessarily know it, it was a was a miracle and it'll be fun to learn uh, what that looked like one day verse 31 last verse for today in John chapter 7 it says many among the crowds of the temple believed in him after all they said would you expect the Messiah to do more miracles and signs than, than this man has done so already we see some things playing out you have people who are very much against Jesus and then you have some people who are curious and you have some people who do believe in Jesus and that is that is what is happening today. We're going to pick that up tomorrow. Uh, John chapter 7, we'll pick that up tomorrow. But today, uh, the corresponding psalm for today is Psalm 62 and 63, which we're all going to read on our own. I hope you read these on your own. I just want to point out, as, as we do each day, I just want to point out one verse. Uh, chapter 62, Psalm 62, verse 3. I want to point out verse 3. It says, How long will all of you attack a man to batter him? And the reason I picked that out is because I asked Nicole that all day. How long are you going to pick on me? And <laughs> <laughs> of course not. No, that's uh, we're, we'll uh, skip down. That's not the verse. We'll skip down to um, verse nine is actually the verse that I want. Verse nine, it says, those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. And the balances they go up, they're together lighter than a breath. I love that imagery. Those of low estate are butter. This life is, I mean, this life is so short. Those of high estate are delusion because you are just a mere human. You're just delusional if you think you're above anybody else. And the balances, both they go. They are together lighter than a breath. It's a pretty crazy imagery. And Psalm 62 and Psalm 63 has more of that. And I hope that you read that on your own. Well, thanks for being with me today, babe. You're welcome. A lot of comments. I appreciate <laughs> all the talking. It's. I think I did most of the talking. <laughs> you did great reading. It was great. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, we look forward to being with you tomorrow. Have, make it a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow.